This is the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk their favorite sports, baseball and hockey. One, welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk about baseball and hockey. Our primary topic are the Phillies and Flyers, but we like to go around the rest of the leagues, too. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Coleman. Joining me are my other two hosts, Eric Rayer and Joe Neary. Hey. Usually there's a stop there. How are you, gentlemen? I'm good. Good. How you doing? Doing good. Hey. I saw you a car today. Sell me a car? Yeah. What car? You're going to love this 1997 Pontiac. <laughs> Hi, Joe. How are you? The muffler fell off. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I don't know. Just Like how I said, hi, how are you? I felt like I was like... Hi, how are you? My name's Dave. Let me sell you a Honda Civic for $2,000, but it's, it's great, really a piece of it's shit. It's a great deal. Let me talk to you. You buy a Honda Civic for $2,000, <laughs> you're getting a tire. <laughs> You're getting a tire with a steering wheel attached to it. Well, they have new Civics, Eric. What kind of tire costs two thousand dollars? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> I don't hey, want that tire. File. Uh, um, yeah, basically. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, how are you, Joe? I'm good, thanks. I'm pretty good. I didn't get any money on my tax returns. That's disappointing. It's fucked up. I wanted to get LEDs on my truck, but it's really fucked up. I have to dip into the savings. It sucks, but you know you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Other than that, though, it's been up and down for my basketball team. But the the Flyers, as Eric will tell you later, have been consistent and a nice breath of fresh air. Um, I don't watch them anymore. Oh no! What are you, a Union fan like me? No, I'm actually a. um, What is the what's the Washington XFL team? The Washington. Defend is it the defenders? defenders. I'm a Washington oh, okay. Defenders fan. Did you see Philly's actually getting a team? Are they? Yeah, if, they they have. Apply- yeah, they applied for a trademark. So. I will. I will literally watch. Well, it. like it's actually getting a lot of hype about it. Like I'll actually be a XFL Philly fan. Like, oh, totally, totally. <laughs> see, I told you XFL's lit now, man. XFL's a whole thing. Wait, would you be an Atlanta XFL team? No. I only like the Falcons. I never understand your fandom. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm Philadelphia everything else. <laughs> I love just the best my part. Team. The best part. Oh, look, I don't want to make any waves, but the best part is when you say, when we're talking about Philly fans, uh, Phillies fans, oh, we're the best. And then it's like, oh, I hate Eagles fans. I'm like, what the fuck, Jim? You know, like 99% of a different fans atmos- are It's fans? a different atmosphere at a Phillies okay, game than right. there is at a Eagles game. It's a di- different atmosphere. Okay. A football crowd is a different crowd than a baseball crowd. Yes, I agree. But those people are the same people who are... They're the same people, but I hate Eagles fans in the Eagles stadium. Ah, okay. So outside of it, outside of it, the second they start chanting an E A G L E S chant, that's when I hate them. God forbid they cheer. No, you could do that. S-S-S. Did you have a stroke? You look like Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> oh, God. What? There's a, Nothing. I, um, <laughs> I didn't say he talked like that. I'm just saying he did. E. 
A G L E A S Eagles. Not, 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 not. Or from superhero movie. What? Did you see? Yeah. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> when he's getting attacked by the bees. Not, not, not. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Um. Well, like Joey said, the Flyers are. Rolling, baby, rolling. I'm cooking with peanut oil. Rolling, rolling like a, like a river. That's the rolling. word I was looking for. <laughs> rolling on a river. Um. Besides that, it's been you know. Last Weird. week I was having a little bit of some, you know, the anxiety bug. This week's a lot better. Feeling a little bit more rejuvenated. Uh, finish the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, oh, that's yeah, dude. That's gonna not a sponsor. I'm sorry, but I gotta watch that shit. I finished the third one. I watched all four and a half hours of the extended version. Did you watch the Hobbit? No, I don't like them. What? Yeah, you don't like the Desolate of Smoke? That's the only good one. But I have to go through that. First I mean, three hour shitty. One. That movie is really good, but the Ed Sheeran song is better. No, that song is worth. <laughs> get. I'll watch that three hour movie just to get to the credit song. <laughs> I gotta rewatch them. I've um, only seen them in the theaters. Uh, I enjoy them. No, you gotta. You gotta I'll be honest them. with you. If I see a movie in the theaters and I pay money to see it, I talk myself into liking it. <laughs> Unless it's absolutely terrible, Classic. I talk myself into liking. I actually it saw a movie last I spend night money that was pretty it. pretty not great. Sonic. No, I liked Sonic. I saw your I saw your letterbox for you. I saw uh, the a horror movie called The Lodge. I heard that movie sucked. Uh, it was not great. Uh, the logic of the movie was really weird. Um, the logic. Yeah, no, I'm. It was. It was. Uh, I had fun with it, but it was not. It was not good. Where'd you see it at? The Chamonix. It was on the Chamonix. I wanted. Yeah, to, I wanted to see it. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, but I. I usually see all horror movies. You should. You should see it. It's. It, it's fucking hilarious. There's I might so, see that in the Boy Two on Monday. I heard the Boy I know, Two. I heard is, they both suck. No, the Lodge is actually well made. I heard Boy Two is terrible though. I like the boy one personally, but I know this. It's actually Brahms, the boy too. Oh my bad. Isn't it like uh, it's actually like uh, possessed and shit? I've never seen the boy. The original boy is actually good. Like um, it's a, spoiler alert, but it's actually somebody in the walls. It's not actually the doll. I don't even know what movie we're talking about, so it's not spoilers. <laughs> it's with the girl from uh, The Walking Dead, Lori Holden or something. That her name is. Great. She's uh, what's her name? Don't like. I don't. Oh, think I don't really like those. Like. Those kind of movies, like scary movies, they just don't do it for me. I don't know why, but I they don't scare me. I think that's part of it. Well, like I don't feel all right, like you're supposed to get me, you're supposed to get no, a thrill. No, 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 from no, those no, kind no, of movies. no, 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 no. Let me give you a movie. Let me give you some some movie. The knowledge. only one I actually oh, hey, whoa, enjoyed whoa, whoa, whoa. was The Conjuring. We did watch oh, that one. Yeah. That one was what good. The Conjuring, the Conjuring Two. I like yeah. The Conjuring series. They're good. They're well, those good. those movies actually have like a story to revolve around, oh. and they have something to build upon. No, that's whereas the thing. like all the other ones, it's just basically there's a bad guy, and that's the fucking plot. That's a movie. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like a shitty Netflix no, but let me tell you, horror movies, even if they're not scary, like The Conjuring, doesn't necessarily scare me. But it, it's thrilling because the, you care about the story. Yeah, but yeah, like no, there's certain there's very few horror movies that actually have a movie that you can care about the story. The well, because the characters the bitch. Really suck. That's the why. witch. The, yeah, the witch is good. The witch, you would like I watched the witch. The Ring it's recently, so hard to f- it's so hard to act a genuine scared 
like reaction to things. Well, that's why you got to watch the ones that aren't trying to act genuinely How scared. About the, the Shining, that are, you like that one? Oh, The Shining's great. That's my. One of I've my never actually games. watched yeah. it. I've heard it's good, but oh, I'm, it's got. I, Jack I, I digress. That's a good one. I just don't get the hype for those kind of movies. Anyway, I don't like shitty ones. Like I think the boy. I heard the boy too is not good. You've, obvi- you've obviously never watched uh, the fucking. What was that one we watched at your place? <laughs> The fucking oh. <laughs> where they ride off of the end in the snowmobile. Oh, like I've seen Cabin <laughs> Fever. No, 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 it's no. not Cabin no, Fever. Turn no, the wrong, the wrong turn, turn four. four. That's what the fucking. I like that one. You know, if it's four, it's, it's bad. A fucking. T- <laughs> Except Star Wars. Basically, if you haven't seen it, and Lord of the Rings, it's a movie about inbred. Oh no, it's great. Well, inbred, uh, yeah, mental patients and uh, chemicals in the water chemicals in the water but basically everyone dies in the most predictable fashion the jock gets killed off like immediately then the uh token uh fucking racial person that they have in there and then say black guy how do you well, even remember that? I can't remember. I, rem- I this movie was so bad. It's Jim burned. Jim scary. Jim remembers the honest fucking, plot details. I was laughing Bro. my ass off the entire fucking Yo, movie. Last thing. fucking scene, the two chicks make it out. They're driving away on a snowmobile. The some one's fucking got her hand up. The other one's coochie, by the Basically. way. Basically. Wait. And then they drive into a barbed wire fence and decapitate themselves. Wait. And one of the fucking loony people. <laughs> finds their bot drives out, finds their bodies, and then eats them. Oh, like, with that great no, song! No, he throws playing. their heads in the no, back of no, the truck with the, with that like pop song playing. Where it's like oh, but hold on. The best, the best uh, horror movie. Before we we'll get back on track, but the best horror movie of all time is Rubber. Oh yeah, Never that's the first it. time I it's, ever got. It's about a killer. A yeah, I know what it is. It's, you it guys were in Netflix. the room. Remember that shit? Oh, when you got your yeah, Joey got his handy during a rubber <laughs> while you guys were the in the fucking se- room. It's the sexiest movie. Was I don't that? know if you were there, but where was it? Mike's. Mike's. I yeah, was yeah, watching. It like it was. It's a touchy subject. Oh, I wasn't there for that, but I remember that. It was a big controversial topic at, yeah, at the time. Yeah, it's a touchy subject. I kind of feel shitty about it now, but that was like 18. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. High school romances. High school wasn't, There jobs. wasn't romance <laughs> between no, this. Really romance. High school oh, hand jobs are just something that happens. Yeah. I wish, it wasn't I'm, really a hand job, just a feel I wish up. I got a high school hand a job. What? Just a feel up and a make out. Not really a hand job. Like, she didn't whip my joint out. You know what I mean? I kind of like the story better with the hand job, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She was just it like, was she up. was just like, oh, Nathan's hot dog, two for one. Well, you know. Two. What? <laughs> Anywho. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Anyhow, but, before yes, we. Joey, go see The Lodge. Uh, it sucks, and we can talk about it next week if you see it. it long. That's no, an hour and 40. It feels a, really I think long we need a whole, minutes. I think we need a whole new podcast. Movies. <laughs> Media. We'll talk about that shit. Our, our first, like, 30 minutes is always not on topic but no that's fine that's this is what the, we got other stuff going on man all right we got we got life going on oh, we got, I, know. Uh, I know hand jobs to rubber <laughs> but the people want to hear ironic actually i was the people want to hear just a hand job so the, are we done talking about the hand job <laughs> no i actually well, it was just a feel up honestly <laughs> <laughs> i want to know I, oh! I didn't nut but <laughs> kevin hayes with the hand job to rubber if 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 yeah, this was guys. any other podcast, like that reaction to Joe's hand job was way over. 
It wasn't the Joe's hand job. The Flyers just scored. It wasn't a hand job. Um, no, I would have loved it. I was like, oh, Joey's hand job. Let's go. Back in 2007. No, 2000. No, no. It was like 12. 12, yeah. Get it. Anyway, before we actually begin our real podcast, um, we are available on most podcasting apps. So check us out. Give us a recommendation to your friends and family. Uh, you can also send us a message at our email at uh, bigstickpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Stick Energy. That's with a capital S and a capital E. Uh, remember to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasting apps um, or whatever app you listen to your podcast. I haven't checked in a week, but uh, if you have, you're going to earn yourself a shout-out from yours truly. And by yours truly, I mean me. I'll, I'll do it, too. I'll, I'll just come in from the back. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Eric? I'm going to let you sta- start. Who's starting? I'm starting? All right. <laughs> you aren't prepared to start. No, I'm prepared. I just... I'm just figured because the Flyers are on right now, and I'm going to... I'm my eyes You're zoned out. You're not... I'm not zoned it. out. It's okay. I'm high. On life. And CBD. But... <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. No, it's legal. You can say I know. That. I'm fucking. I'll give you some CBD. Mostly D. Oh, like the hand balls. job. Let's go. Oh. Cock balls and. Hey yo. Hey yo. Bing bing what? zing boom. I got cock and ball torture at Mike's while you guys were sleeping. Whoa. Whoa. Fuck are you hey. <laughs> you know what? I was there for that. No. Because <laughs> wasn't your your other friend there? No, that was a that was annoying the shit out of that everyone. Was a different day. Drew Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't names. drop names. But anyway, so we, I'm gonna talk about this first. We gotta bleep we're that at this, out. We're we at this. We're at this. Bleep it out. I know. Hand job. <laughs> we're at this. We're at this. You called an episode Joey's hand job. <laughs> we were at this. And then be like in French soiree. No, it's just a feel up. <laughs> <laughs> we were at this soiree at our friend's house Bell and. <laughs> By me? It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and we were all trying to go to bed. Are you and going into this now? <laughs> oh, no, we're Joe, Joe's buddy, who he invited oh, this at the time, time, starts fucking Was it just, the buddy who gave you the hand job, or was it? It was. No, that was a different time. <laughs> this is the same oh. night. Oh! Zing, bang, boom. Hand job. Just starts fucking just <laughs> randomly ass talking, trying to pee, piss everybody off. <laughs> he probably did try to pee on someone at some point. You were pissed, and Tommy was pissed, I remember. I was that pissed. That you got a job? No. Well, All right, back to fucking... F- Let's stop talking about this now. No, go, go, go into it. No, oh, he's just being fucking annoying. And All right. End the right. story now. We'll, we'll be quiet. We'll be quiet. Finish. Um, Finish the story, Jim. The story's over. It's, it's happened. Um, anyway, so Phillies news. <laughs> Speaking of Mike's, I'm so sorry, but remember when I decked Connor's brother through the wall in Mike's house? <laughs> <laughs> Joe left a fucking huge-ass hole. Technically, Connor's brother did, okay? He did, but you just decked him did. through a fucking wall. That was fucking great. <laughs> no alcohol involved, either. Like, this is uh, just like... <laughs> he pissed me off because he lifted me up in front of the chicks, which is a violation. Who was there? Julie, uh... What's that one girl you were into? Claire? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and, um... Uh, were they? Mary Kate, yeah. And Man, I hope all I these people listen to our I, Yeah, I was like, they're all listening to this shit like, uh... You're right. Yeah, they're definitely listening. They would have definitely wanted a shout-out, so they would have. They would have. Anyway, 
We're going to get into sports talk. <laughs> we really do. So, if anyone hadn't known, baseball is back. I didn't know. It's back. Because you took over the Twitter, and every goddamn time I tweet a Flyers thing, you're like, yeah, but the Phillies hit a well, ball. Well, the Flyers are on TV. This was on radio. I was doing my own, like, I was telling the people what they needed to know if they weren't listening Actually, to the I radio. just imagine the Phillies, he, you weren't listening to Phillies, and you were just, like, tweeting random stuff, like, uh, like, uh, Harper's hair flows through the wind as he throws the ball from the left field into the first baseline. It will, and you know what? These past four games that have been televised have really shown that Alec Bohm needs to be part of this team come uh, opening day. He's batting for he's he hasn't had in a game that he has been in for multiple bats. He has not had less than two hits. Mazine. I'm just saying this guy's gonna hit. You would hope so. Granted, they've only played against, like, the worst teams so far, but I think this guy is actually going to be the real deal. It's just going to happen. Today, they won and lost. The first game that they played against the Tigers, they tied. They played three games today. They played two games today. Yeah, you said... They played one on set. I was talking about the one on oh, Sunday. No, I did on see Saturday. The one they, I did see the one they tied, but I was like, Saturday they tied against the Tigers, eight to eight. It was it was a uh, it was not looking good for them early, but they poured it on at the end of the game. Um, this team's gonna score runs. They they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of people on this team that can hit and hit it hard. Um, Nick Pavetta let up a few runs in that first outing, but. He looked really solid. He used a lot of his changeup, which is going to be a big point of contention this uh, spring training, whether he uses his out pitches and uses the pitches he's added over the offseason. It's really important that he adds to it and continues to do it and keep his balls down rather than up in the zone. Got to make sure there's balls. Ha! Very funny. You said it. It's a fucking term. Yeah, for your scrotum. <laughs> yep. Um, and for baseball. <laughs> you dirty balls, dirty balls. Aaron Nola had a very strong start. Uh, Are you using on our Sunday. tweets? No. It, oh, I thought you were using our tweets because I was like, "Damn, you're good." Nola had a very strong start on Sunday. He allowed three hits, but uh, one strikeout. A lot of soft contact, which is good. Um, Good start. Uh, just to come back to Pavetta, a lot of his runs that he gave up were stop. <laughs> Look, oh, 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 oh. I'm bringing I'm, up Velasquez's outing. I'm fucking careful. He made a, jo- a he made a joke today. Guys. He made a joke today. He said Pavetta did. No, Velasquez. He oh. he said he said in the in his interview after the game. He said I threw uh, 26 pitches through the first two innings, which is fucking phenomenal i don't know how that happened and then, <laughs> <laughs> he knows he know even he knows okay See, don't you love him jimmy at least he knows you know what i would love him in the bullpen he's that kind of pitcher we need him in. we need him we do need him in the we bullpen no 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 he is a bullpen Two he innings, can't go more than three fucking one innings hit jim his era is zero right if he went another inning i guarantee he gives up like 
eight runs. You mean he'd pull a Pavetta? Is that what you mean? No, he'd pull a fucking Velasquez. <laughs> Pavetta's a different story. Pavetta's just a head know. case from start to finish. But you gotta check those. Things. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Nick Pavetta is my guy. Speaking of Nick Pavetta, are you gonna get into it? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Um, He's not horrible. He's got the best curveball ever. It's the worst. He doesn't. Ever. It floats right in the middle. I of never the said he had a good no, curveball. No, that's what the scouting report is for him. He's got a killer. Yeah. I did. I do have to admit. My ass. I do have to admit. I liked how you were just like, he's got the, <laughs> he's got the best curveball ever. More like the worst curveball ever. It sounded like you were like at recess. Like, <laughs> you smell bad. <laughs> His curveball sucks. <laughs> Any, any fucking how. Um, Noah looked very good. Uh, Velasquez also looked very good in his outing. Um, it's it's reassuring. I like to see the way the guys are pitching. Uh, Arietta looked fucking garbage today. Yeah, that's what he is. <laughs> he's got a bone spur in his arm. Honestly, he's got a boner. In his fuck Arietta. Put if Pavetta and Velasquez can figure it out, fill out that rotation. We're not, we're not doing a peace treaty here. It's one or the other, okay? And it's Vinny Velasquez. Velasquez can only go five innings at max. <laughs> he's the fifth star. You know, Jim. At least he can go five innings. Okay. Look, Pavetta's going to throw his arm out, trying to throw a curveball. It's a marathon. It's not a race. Mm -hmm. Eight innings. He can't go eight innings either. He can, he has. Nick Pavetta can go eight innings. You're going to love Pavetta by the end of the season. If he's actually good, you're going to be like, he's the best player. I'm going to hate him because I already said I hate him. Aren't I supposed to be the Pavetta guy? I've been preaching Pavetta for like a year. For as long as this podcast has been going. Dude, you tweet so much about the fucking Flyers. I'm fucking with you. We're a um, Flyers podcast. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to start tweeting about, like, Hoskins, Jesus Christ. I don't Hoskins know. stance change. He's doing He's doing little things. Uh, I I didn't actually get to watch many of the games. Uh, I watched Saturday. Or I, I listened Saturday, watched Sunday. Um, yeah, you tweet so much about the Phillies. Sorry. I just <laughs> took offense to that. I know, I'm fucking with you. Don't fuck with me, bitch. Don't fuck with me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> don't, oh, it's don't touch me, motherfucker. It's don't touch me, motherfucker. Um, a lot of expert analysis today. I I will say this. It's been kind of slow since camp is, since spring training has actually started. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing this team play. I... I think Girardi and his interviews during the games have been really, really cool to listen to. Winning the World um, Series this year is what Jim's basically, getting at. Basically. Girardi has such a, like, not a laid back, but, like, he's so, like, he just doesn't seem phased by any of it. Like, he's just ready to manage, and he's happy to be doing it. Hello? I swear to God, if you <laughs> fucking bring that asshole here again. Oh, no, is that tanning oil on the should, line? Should we, should we no, let him come hang on? it up. No, it's LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He's gone. He's gone now. All right. Well, you know, he wants to come on. Oh my God! Look at that thing. He, he if he wants to come on, he's got to. <laughs> if he wants to come on, he can <laughs> schedule. All right. We got. We got to describe that. So we have the Flyers on in the background. You know, just just we like to see what they're doing. And Joey sees a a dog food commercial, and the, the fucking. Pit bull. Was it a pit bull or was it a bulldog? No, it was a bulldog. The bulldog was dragging a truck, and Joey just goes, look at his balls. And we all look, and we just see these dangling fucking 
Earth globe looking motherfucker. You gotta censor that shit. Just kids watch just it. It's a big black Gives a shit. No, no person's gonna look at that and be like, I gotta go jerk off right now. Like, <laughs> no, but I was disturbed. Who cares? I mean, Balls are a part of life, and we all gotta no, learn to live with it. No, thing isn't neutered. You gotta cut that shit off. You don't need to do that. You gotta put it in a jar. All right, let's cut your balls off then. No. <laughs> you don't want a ball jar? I need to vasectomy. me. All right then. Um, Call this episode "Joe Gets a Vasectomy." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think this was gonna be serious. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm off target. Anyway. Joe Girardi has offered a lot of insight so far during the games. He's talking to T-Mac and the broadcast booth uh, about what he's going through during the game, and it's really cool to listen to. I don't know if anyone's listened to it yet, but you should check it out when you get a chance. Uh, Like, he had a nine-minute... Like, he's doing every sixth inning of the spring training, he's talking to them and giving them what he's thinking. And he just seems so laid back and ready to do this like, I think it's just, hands down, we're getting at least 10 more wins out of this team. But not making the playoffs. The fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. 10 wins looks like something. You're too optimistic. I'm you, very you optimistic. Were, you, were the, you were not the optimistic one last time. So I, what are you I, talking about? I get to negate everything. Well, if the manager makes better moves, that's a couple wins, right? And if everybody gets a little better... Everyone seems to be buying into their philosophies. The pitchers all seem to be incredibly happy about what they're doing. Aaron Nola came out and started bashing Kapler and Chris Young. Really? The other, yeah. What did he say? And Aaron, he basically said, he said the, the I didn't oil. like what we were doing last year. I like what we're doing this year. That's he all said he, the tanning oil this year said. doesn't burn my skin. <laughs> He's, which Aaron Nola is not a talkative person. So the fact that Aaron Nola got up and said, I like what we're doing better, like, that says it all. Like, yeah. oh, I just feel very happy for this team, and I think a lot of the players feel very happy that the coaching staff is there and helping them become the players that they are rather than turning them into players that they want to be, that the managers want them to be. All based on analytics. Analytics help, but in different combine, situations. You have to combine them with actual just logistical decisions for game yeah. time. It's not, it's not something you just throw out there and say, oh, the numbers tell you this. There's also situational yeah. thinking. It's not. Yeah, you yeah. never know what's you never know what's going to truly, true, like truly happen unless you're in the middle of the game. You can't just like. Oh, it's been shown that in inning five, if I take out this player every time, then we have a better chance to win. Mm-hmm. No, We're not robots. So. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're playing, uh, you know, with AI on a video game or something like that. You know, Alan Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> the answer. Um, in other news, so far during the games, Scott Kingery has been playing second base, and Gene Segura has been playing third. As Scott Kingery has looked like. Dwayne the Rock Johnson out there. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's fucking awesome. You gotta look him up. He, he is massive. He's jacked, man. In other news, uh, Scott Kingery is the official third wheel of Jamie and Reese Hoskins. So <laughs> he's gonna get. He's gonna be. He's like living with them, and That's like awesome. <laughs> at the moment, it's just really funny because all their social media posts are like. 
Like, oh, it's me and Reese and Scott, Scott. Kingery. <laughs> it's me, Reese, and Scoop. Or like they, they went out for ice cream Scoop, the other night. Scoop and Scoop Kingery. It, they went out for ice cream the other night and fucking Scott Kingery's there just eating ice cream with the dog. And <laughs> uh, Jamie and Reese are there. It's just really fun. Like, I love how good of friends that they are. <laughs> Uh, and then Bryce Bryce coming in the spring training was also pretty interesting because he had a lot to say too like he he basically said like he finally got to become who Bryce Harper is in Philly Damn. Um, yeah he's fucking Jack look <laughs> at that shit. shit I told you Dan Ugla he snaps somebody's neck um, he looks like fucking Dan Ugla what did he do to his face <laughs> Did he also eat, like, 39 uh, candy cakes or something like that and just save them in his cheeks for the winter? Yes. <laughs> he looks like Dan Ugly. That's exactly what he ate. <laughs> he was, he, they interviewed him the other day. How'd you get so big? Candy cakes. All right, all right. I don't need you to analyze my uh, hyperboles, okay? Love you. Love you, too. Anyway, uh, Bryce Harper seems amped for uh, this season. He, I think he's ready to fucking pounce. Ready to get back into the I mean, heat of contention. I mean, luxurious flow like he has. <laughs> I mean, what do you great. expect? <laughs> he looks like a, he's got a mane. Like, he's a horse. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I'm not actually giving any expert analysis because I'm not an expert or an analytics guy. But Or an analyst. I'm just really fucking, I'm really fucking pumped for this season. I You're think, doing what I was doing before the Flyers started. You're optimistic, and look what happened to me. Look what happened when I was optimistic. Well, Alec Bohm's going to be our third baseman, so it's it's basically a lock for the playoffs. It's He's going to power us through. He's going to get us some and key Reece RBIs. He's going to hit 69 home runs. Oh, key RBIs. Fucking trade that guy. Oh, you want you want him traded? You want to train keto? Gene? I want to get something for him. If Bohm's going to be our third baseman, what happens if Kingery's Gene... not going to be fucking playing center field or third base? Put him at second. Trade Gene. Get something for him. What if Gene get some relief pitching yeah, or something? I don't know. Get I'm a relief pitcher. No, I understand. I'm just saying, like, get a relief pitcher for him. Go oh, get something. Bench depth. Bench depth. I mean, you could keep him there on the bench, but you're going to be paying him a lot more than the bench guy. Trade you know? deadline, you talking? I'm talking if Bohm's if Bohm is hitting to the point where you can't justify keeping him down in the minors during the beginning of the season, then I think that Segura gets traded early on. So not Segura experiment failed, or just not that it failed. I just think that it just. He was a placeholder for someone that was going to come up next. You know what I mean? Pretty good placeholder. Yeah. And I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Segura makes this team better, but I'd rather have Bohm's bat and power in the lineup because he can hit for average and power. If they're going for the long haul, which I want them to, then yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, get something for Segura because he's going to be a financial burden for the next couple of years if you're not going to use him every day. Um Kingery's not a center fielder. Well, he can play that, but I think Hazley's going to ultimately get that. Um, I would like. I like Hazley. I mean, they could always upgrade at center field as well, but like, I think that it just makes more sense for them to move Segura. And I don't know what you're going to get for him, but I I just feel he's a good player. I don't yeah, dislike him. 
if he if he's gonna be there, I'm happy for I'm happy with that. But I mean, if, if Alec Boehm, if he all star team needs an infielder, yeah, he'd be a good option. Yeah, like I don't know. I just think that Boehm is the option if he continues to hit the way he's hitting because he's hitting very well. Well, he's definitely young, and uh, yeah. they're not going to win the World Series this year probably. So. Okay, well, well. They could. You never well. know. Okay. Strangers fucking shit has happened. Uh, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that they're definitely World Series winners, but I think Bohm gives them a better chance to be that. Boing. Now you This do. is the trash can. They got if it. he continues to hit the way he's hitting, yes. I mean, yes, it's just spring training, but, like, if he's hitting 500 by the end of March, he's our guy. <laughs> so you start him this year? Yeah. I mean, he's eventually going to be up this year. I doubt that they'd keep him down this year. If anything, they'd bring him up in May. But I think he's going to be on this team a lot earlier than people expect him to. The only... The only uh, thing against it would be that he's never played in AAA, but he's basically playing against go. that kind of player right now, and and he did during the Pacific Coast League during the off season. I just think that we haven't gotten Not the, the PCL the fucking fall fall league. Well, I think Segura is definitely a good player, but. I'd rather have the best of Bohm than the best of Segura, is yeah, what I'm saying. I agree. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I it's could just, slot... I just feel like we missed out on something, you know? I would hate yeah, to see Segura if... go somewhere else and play, like, you know, hit 300 again. I'll be like, fuck. But... I'd be... I mean, I think a lot of the downtrot from last year was a lot of what the management was doing, and... Oh. The McCutcheon incident. And now, it wasn't his fault that that happened, but there was a lot of media blame on him, and I don't think that that... I think oh, that that, that really... Ra- Fuck him. I hate him. It wasn't his fault. I, are you, Jim, if I was in the MLB, I'd run every goddamn ball out. All right. Question. Well, it's not... I'm not saying that that was his fault. It's his fault. He stumbled out of the box. He... No, nah, he didn't run fast. That's... To me, you got to be accountable. I would take accountability, and he did, which I appreciate. Now... McCutcheon could have just went to second base. You know, like he didn't have to run back if he was going. No, if he knew he was going to be out, play. it was. But if he knew he was going to be out, he didn't have to run to second base. Well, that's why they let the ball drop because he wasn't running. Regardless, that it's, probably weighed very heavily on him. On who? Segura. Yeah, it should have because he fucked it up. Yeah, he did fuck up, and he admitted it. He admitted yeah, no, that he I, fucked I up. I appreciate him for that, but. Fuck him because of that. <laughs> but I also think he's better than he was last year, so, you know. Anyhow, McCutcheon's back. Segura's back. Kangaroo's here. Hoskins is here. Hazley's here. Although, Hazley just got hurt the other or today because he got hit in the face. <laughs> or he did a face plant in the outfield going for a ball. Uh, he's in concussion protocol, but not officially concussed. Um, They'll keep him out for a game, though. Yeah, probably. Especially because uh, of spring training. And most importantly, Real Muto and Harper are here. Real Muto's, um, Real Muto's arbitration uh, case. Yeah, he's trying to get out of lost. the city now. I'm going to start a rumor. No, that was fucked stop. up. They should have gave him the money. Yeah, no. It's not the Phillies. I'm, I'm going to start a rumor. Uh, I heard from an inside source. His uh, initials are GK. Um, I think that um, 
The Philly. He, no, hold on. Let me get my rumor out. He, uh, Real Muto said that he's sick and tired of the city of Philadelphia now because they don't, you know, they don't believe he's worth the extra two million, and he's going to go play for the dream. The, the, dream. the dream team in San Francisco. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Um, I'm going to slap the shit out of you in um, two seconds. G- you mentioned that motherfucker one more time. I didn't mention him. I said I have a source. Jim no. peels the skin off chicken nuggets. <laughs> I fucking hate that man. He's gone <laughs> for a reason. We, we really it, brought him down. Isn't it for funny? You well, were- he fucking bomb rushes our fucking podcast every week saying, I got the fucking coconut oil yeah, on like my it's ass. It's actually like, him, and I love it. <laughs> it's Eric's rendition No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's him. It's actually him. It's actually him. him. And it fucking pisses me off, because it's... He's here. Always when I'm trying to make an actual point, uh, and all of a sudden... <laughs> Uh, I think I'm getting a call. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, hold on. There is wait, there wait. is no coconut wait, oil no, he, on wait, the no, phone. He's here. calling back. I'm going to slap the shit out of you and ruin your. Oh God! Beautiful face. Anyhow, I've said anyhow like 90 times. So. Anyhow, the news is. The news is coronavirus. The science is in. <laughs> Myth busted. <laughs> Uh, also, the Miami Marlins are the only undefeated team in baseball right now. So, just a, I'm gonna just place a, a big bet and say that I don't think that lasts. <laughs> Probably not. Um, no. Phillies, they're going places. That's all I can say right now. Um, Anything uh, anything on your part, Joe? Any uh, uh No, I I have a question for you. Did you you said you didn't get to see anything? I was just gonna ask it, I'm working during the days. Screen. Yeah, I um from the at bats he's had hits, he's had some pretty solid hits. He had a really nice double off the wall the other day. Um looked like a solid you solid hit. swing. Yeah. I mean it looked look, nice. It looks different because it's it different. Total golf team. It's different, but I mean, apparently he's still kind of, which I think is going to be, which I think is going to be harder, hardest for him to break, is his uh, patience at the plate. Like he's letting early strikes go, but I mean, there's only four games in the spring training, so I think that, I think eventually he'll get comfortable with the swing. I think part of that is the comfortability with his new swing, um, as he learns that he can trust it. Um, he's going to be able to attack those pitches earlier more. Um, plus, it's something that he's done for the past two years. He's seen the most pitches in baseball two years in a row. So I, it's it's going to be tough for him to attack that first pitch fastball, which hopefully he figures out and is able to do because that's going to be a ticket to him getting to the spot he wants to be at. But it'll come. I think it'll come. I think he's working with the right people right now, and I think he's got the confidence back in him to uh, attack the pitches that he needs to attack. And I think it'll come as spring training progresses because it's not a, it's not something you just instinctively do because that's what he's done for the past two years. You know, like he's been he's been that patient guy. He waits for those first pitches to size it up, you know, and he doesn't have the confidence in his swing right now necessarily. He probably likes his swing a lot better, but I think that'll come with more reps. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Like when you're when you're trying to do something new, you don't just gung ho attack every pitch because then that to me I feel like that gets you into a rut even worse because you don't know if you can adjust mid uh Oh, go on, Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know if you can adjust mid uh at bat yet, you know? Like he's gotta work that out himself during spring training. Sorry, guys, last minute and 35, and Kevin Hayes on the ice, and he can get a hat trick. I'm listening. Um, yeah, I, I, I have high hopes for Reese Hoskins. Um, high, high hopes? High, high hopes. Talking about... High hopes. High, high hopes are living. No, thank you. Because <laughs> you got a I like that song. Yeah. But I like the I like the uh, original High Hopes song. Um, high hopes. In MLB news, there's not really a lot of buzz. The Astros took. Oh wait, I did forget a big Phillies news story. Uh, the Philly fanatic has evolved. He's no, it's, grown it's, wings it's his, and uh, changed colors. Looks like he's molted a little bit, and uh, it's his clear water form. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, eventually, the Philly fanatic will evolve into a majestic albatross and uh, take over the world somehow. Like he's just gonna sprout wings one day, and the world will. Uh, be engulfed by his sucker, <laughs> his snoot. His sucker. <laughs> It'll be. You've got to find sucker on you, Philly fanatic. He'll basically be like Cthulhu, and uh, he'll be the sucker, destroyer of worlds. He will suck away the world. <laughs> Suckle my teat. Um, this is the. <laughs> if he was a Pokemon, it took him. 40 years to evolve. Level 40. He's basically Ash's Pikachu. <laughs> a lot uglier, but yeah. Right. yeah. Someday he'll grow into a beautiful butterfly and fly away. Well, every every generation has those ugly-ass versions. <laughs> Gritty did do that. Ooh, uh, Gritty that paid homage to his new look uh, today during the Flyers game, which is pretty awesome. Eric keeps fucking farting. Um, <laughs> what did you eat? Dairy chops. Oh. Pork chops don't go through you. That's something Pork else you ate. That's something you ate like a day ago. Whatever's coming <laughs> out right It's like, now. let me let me get some details. No. When does a fucking when has you ever been like, oh I ate pork chops, watch out for my ass tonight? You know, like I don't eat you ate chops. something like yesterday that's coming out now. What the fuck did you I eat? I can't lie that I don't oh God, it's penetrated my shirt shield. <laughs> it, I thought it was impenetrable. <laughs> It's a trap. I'm only a level 12 mage. Um, um, what else you got, Jimmy? No, what'd you Well, eat? yeah, what the fuck did you eat? <laughs> you oh, I don't remember. Topic? I don't remember what I ate, which is not a good sign. All right. Um, but I, I, for one, don't mind the changes that they've made. And if the lawsuit regarding the original creators of the fanatic or the character of the fanatic um, continues, I really don't think I'll mind the differences 
Um, oh. It'll grow on me. Again? Oh, my God. I moved. Um, in baseball news, Yankees, two pitchers of theirs uh, are going to be requiring Tommy John surgery. <coughs> Reliever Luis Severino and Luis Car... Hold on, I forget his name. I gotta stop looking at Spectrobes. You for it again? No. Luis Quesa as well will uh, both be undergoing Tommy John surgery, so they are done for the year. Uh, that's a big blow to the Yankees, who have had a very good bullpen, but also had a lot of injuries last year uh, to their squad. So things already not looking great for them. Um, what else is going around? Um, Coronavirus. That. <laughs> that's a touchy subject. <laughs> Why are you recording on my phone? It's going right now. Voice memos, yeah. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure you are. Before <laughs> oh, that would have later. Oh, that sucked. I accidentally closed the app or something. Um, Yasiel Puig is still unsigned. Um, I hope he gets on the team. I like Yasiel Puig. I always like. Uh, uh, what's up? I said I like him too. Yeah. More like Yasiel Puig. Oh, nice. got him. <laughs> oh, kill him. Um, hey, uh, Jim, remember um, when I said you should have did research for the pod today? Yeah. yeah. Um, Madison Bumgardner has been found to be using a uh, fake name to regularly participate in rodeos. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, hold on, let me look it up. Zach... Uh, that's not it. Uh, Mason Saunders. That's so awesome. But, um, yeah, so. That's Madison the story Bumgarner. I like to hear. Why don't they put that <laughs> shit on Fox News? It's on Fox. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, For CNN, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's about all baseball news. Before we transition over to Flyers, I Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Before we transition over to the Philadelphia's best sports team in the city currently, Philadelphia Flyers. All right, go back to what you were saying. Uh, I have recently decided to be purchasing a pack of baseball cards that I will look at each week and give you my thoughts on. 1929 and Jim's trading baseball cards. I'm not trading shit. I'm keeping this. No. I thought that the very first pack that I opened was very fitting considering the people that are in it. Uh, The highlights that I have are the very first card that I opened up to was guess who? Nicholas Pavetta of the Philadelphia Phillies. Whack. The second one I found of note was Nolan Arnato, a big topic of discussion this offseason as he uh, had some disputes with the with his ball club. Um, there is a card of Kurt Suzuki. Now, he doesn't necessarily play a whole big role in anything that we've been interested in, but on this card, it is him tagging out the face of Scott Kingery, which... It's just fun. 
that's just a fun thing. And his name's I got a Los Angeles Dodgers team card. Uh, I found this fun because of the hot water that the at the Dodgers have been putting the Astros through and all the news of the team coming out and saying that's a bunch of bullshit that they didn't get punished for it. And who should be on the retro baseball card that comes in the pack? None other than Jose, I'm a fucking cheater, Altuve. It's just poetry. Jose, Al, five foot Tuve? Yeah. Talking about his 2017 MLB <laughs> MVP award on the back. It's just fucking perfect. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. So, I just found that those to be interesting. There's a whole bunch of other guys in here, like uh, Derek Dietrich, uh, Matt Strom from the uh, Padres, uh, Ryan Yarbrough, who I think is going to have a great year for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, he's a stud pitcher. Um, who else is in here? Uh, Christian Yelich. Hopefully he has, he's able to come back from his injury and uh, – play very well this year I it's always good to see a good player like that in the majors especially someone with his talent um former MVP as well um and uh Whit Merrifield for the uh Kansas City Royals uh is one of my favorite players on the Royals so that's pretty cool too um yeah can't can't say that I didn't enjoy opening this pack because it's been a while since I opened up a pack of any kind of cards, but it's always fun to open them up and see what you got. Yep, you got to give them that smell, that, that whiff, too. You got to give them the whiff. Oh, yeah, that new that card smell. That smelly smell. smell. That the smelliest of smells. If they had a that perfect, smells. If they had a cologne that was smelly. New card, brand new Yu-Gi-Oh card pack, I'd fucking wear that shit. I heard, like, the new car smell in the, uh, like, your air freshener. Yeah, like a little tree. <laughs> All right, um, that's about all I got for baseball. I am going to go take a dump while Eric walks flyers. <laughs> I gotta take a piss. You want to cross? Uh, what the no hell streams. are you? What are you crossing plates? You're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> cut, you're gonna cut my log in half. That's, that's fucking. Fuck. That's that's like that's like mixing your dessert and dinner. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> lemonade. You want some? You want some lemonade and chocolate? Okay. Would you guys like some Nestle's? <laughs> Anywho, I believe it is time for some Flyers news, Eric, and hockey. What's going on in the world of the NHL? Do you want the world of the NHL, or do you want the world of the Flyers? Both. All right, well, we're going to go into the Flyers first. I believe that the Flyers, it's like this, it's like the, the NHL is the sun and the Flyers revolve around it, you know what I mean? Interesting way to look at it. Or satellite. Anyway. Flyers had have just wrapped up another game of their 82-game schedule against the San Jose Sharks, ending their season series. They finished the game 4-2 to two with another victory, so that makes it four games in a row. The... Your burp made me confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally only burp over. It's like a fucking Pokemon move. Like, 
<laughs> I burp. I use burp. Eric is now confused. <laughs> Eric is now confused. <laughs> Joey, use belch. <laughs> um, yeah, they won 4-2. to two, uh, Pretty dominant game. I mean, the Sharks are a team that at yesterday's deadline, uh, yesterday was the trade deadline, didn't say that yet. Um, the Sharks pretty much sold because they figured that they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Um, so t- Tonight was a trap game for the Flyers, you know, type of game where you're pretty much like, ah, oh, they should win this game, and they usually end up losing. But they took care of business. Uh, Kevin Hayes netted two tallies to bring it to 21 goals on the season. Connecting, oh, sure. Yeah, you're right. Connecting scored another goal to make it 22 goals on the season with Kevin Hayes getting the assist, so he had a three-point night. Uh, you could say uh, Kevin Pays was a Kevin Pays was underpaid <laughs> connect these nuts <laughs> i'm the captain yeah <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it was a good do- little dominant game uh, it was nice to see the two um new acquisitions that we'll get into a little bit later for the flyers a couple bottom six guys but yeah it was a nice game and we are now at 79 points Mm-hmm. To last week, that's my Wendy's bag. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean, boys? 79 mm-hmm. points? Let me tell you what that means. That means that it the means Flyers... 10 more than nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Flyers are currently at 79 points, 36, 20, and 7 on the year. That puts them in third in the Metropolitan Division. The Islanders are right below them, who lost in overtime tonight to have 77 points. Then the Blue Jackets uh, in the second wild card with 76 points, who lost tonight. Fly- What's interesting now is the Flyers are one point under the Penguins for second in the Metropolitan Division, who have 80 points, and they are three back of the Capitals, who have 82, who won in a shootout tonight. Um, Fuck them. So the Flyers... By Sunday afternoon when they play the Rangers in a home-and-home, which the Rangers actually are sitting at 72 points currently, and Rangers could also make up some ground. So these uh, two games they're playing against the Rangers are pretty important for them right now, Um, the Flyers. But, yeah, it could be the Flyers could be in first place in the division if a weird turn of events happened this weekend. Damn. Well, let's not get our hopes up. <laughs> um, Eric just knocked on wood. I knocked on whatever was around me. It was wood. Uh, what we're going to do <clears throat> is we're going to go into the last week, obviously, get a little week in review, because I'm the only one who seems to follow the fucking categories that you implemented. <laughs> I did not have anything worth <laughs> categorying this week. I just show up. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> there wasn't really anything that fit to the category, so I just kind of did my own little uh, synopsis. That sounds seen, like so. that sounds like someone who said I didn't feel like doing the research, so fuck y'all. No, I did the research. I just didn't find anything noteworthy. There was a lot of st- there was a lot of talk about like. Bull, like I don't bullshit. Really, that's I, basically. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I get from the Phillies uh, MLB at bat. Uh, app. App. 
but like all the stories on there were like, uh, look at D.D. Gregorius's new bat, like <laughs> shit like that. Like, I don't know about you, but that's pretty interesting. I would like headliner, like headliner. There's no like. Bryce Harper's story. left it's... strand of hair is longer than his right. <laughs> I, I'm done talking about the fucking Breaking Astros, news. unless other shit comes out. Uh, there's stuff that's going to come out about Boston oh. soon, but... God. What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, that's great. There's stuff that's going to... looks like Gollum. <laughs> there's, stuff, <laughs> there's stuff that's going to come out against the uh, Red Sox soon, later this week, but that hasn't come out yet, and everything else is just baseballs happening. That's about it. Eric and Joe were commenting on uh, Derek Grant. The new um, Flyers' the new acquisition. Flyers' new acquisition. He has, like, no teeth on one <laughs> half of his jaw, so it's... <laughs> it's a jarring look. It's a hockey guy. He's he's a true hockey guy. He's a good-looking dude, but then when he talks... <laughs> You're a good-looking he, dude when he, you keep your mouth shut. He's a good-looking guy to the right side of his face. Right, now, he's, right now he's hot. Right now he's looking good. Right. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You look to the right left. Right now he's looking that way. Right now he's looking good. All right. He just licked the dry socket in his mouth. All right. He's looking. He's looking that way. Turn back. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, um, he's got to keep the gums wet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you got to shit again? No, I got. I need water or something. Okay. So we're gonna go into a week on review right now. So the Flyers. Uh, Minus this game, but we'll add this game into the equation. Are four and zero during the past week? They are five. Another three and four and zero. God damn it! They're four and zero during the last week. They played three games before the Sharks game, which would equal four. Um, good math. Thank you. Uh, last week, last Tuesday night, we talked a little bit about the five to one victory against the Blue Jackets. That we recorded during, uh, so we won't really go too in depth into that. Uh, then we played the Blue Jackets Thursday uh, in Columbus, and to start that game, we went down two nothing pretty early on. Uh, we scored to make it two one. Then in the second period, the Blue Jackets scored to make it three to one, and then the Flyers, you know, put their heads down, worked their asses off, erased the three to one deficit. And took the game to overtime where Kevin Hollywood, the the boat. Kevin Hayes. The boat. The best of all time. Why? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's the boat. But uh, he's the best one. Not the great one. He's the best one. Uh, scored the OT winner on a beautiful little move. Uh Went to he took the two Columbus defenders to the right, who weirdly overplayed the goddamn it, Jim. Who <laughs> who kind of sorry, over, it was Monty's. Who overplayed uh, the puck to the right for some reason, leaving Kevin Hayes a gap to go to the left. A uh, quick shot to the bottom right corner, and Elvis leaves the building. So then we have that was a four three overtime win. Then Saturday afternoon, the Flyers came back home to play Winnipeg. Uh, they won four to two, and it was another game where you know the Flyers pretty much they came out to a quick two nothing lead early on, and then kind of just took it to Winnipeg. You know, they, Winnipeg didn't score a goal until it was 
three nothing, and then the Flyers scored another one to make it four one, and then four to two. What? No idea why Joe's laughing. <laughs> I'm not even laughing. You looked at me and started laughing, so I started laughing. Oh no, you got a little smirk on your face. <laughs> I'm you always just... smirking for some reason. Yeah, well, you were just staring at like Eric's elbow, and you're like. I thought about Eric fucking starting. <laughs> why? I don't know why. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, so the Flyers uh, have had a really successful past seven days, obviously, bringing them really close to the division lead, and it's going to be an inch. Flyers just got to keep winning. They just got to keep putting on points because these other teams are starting to kind of falter a little bit. Um, the... A couple of little things that I wanted to kind of talk about was uh, Kevin Hayes, obviously, the boat, as I just called him, the best of all time. Uh, he's showing us why we paid him that luxurious contract. Why Luke, is he the best of all time? Oh, I don't know. It's just funny. But <laughs> Who made that up? Me. Right you? now. <laughs> um, I thought it was like a thing. No, it, the Spit and Chicklets, the one podcast I listen to, calls they have a big running thing because they're friends with Kevin Hayes, and they call him the best one, but I like to call him the best of all time. So it's pretty much a play on the words. Gotcha. Uh, but shout he's, out to Spit and Chicklets, not a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, if they could give us a shout out, that'd be great. Not yeah, we're gonna call out the Big Stick Energy Podcast. They won't call us out, but um, like who the no, fuck are these guys? Kevin Hayes has showed us why we paid him that big we're like contract. The, we're like the Guardians of the Galaxy. We're just a bunch of a-holes. No one Pop culture they're, reference. They're relevant, though. True. Pop culture <laughs> reference. We're like the Guardians of the Galaxy's cousins. Are they relevant, though? Like, they died in, like, uh, the first uh, Infinity War. Way to go! Spoiler alert! But they all did. They all died. The boy, so. They all died in that one. Yeah, the, <laughs> they didn't really do anything in the second one. They're not we really relevant. Hit just masterpiece, there. the boy. <laughs> um, the all right. Can I finish, Kevin Hayes? Yeah, go for it. Kevin Hayes is showing us why we paid him that big contract. He has now ten points in his last twelve games. Amateur. That's actually pretty good. Ten points yeah, in his sure. last twelve games. Why not uh, twelve points. What? Why not twelve points? I don't know. Fucking get it done, man. Shut up. Why doesn't Reese Hoskins have forty home runs yet? The season hasn't started. It's fucking amateur hour, all right? He should. He already should have nodded, netted, not that. English. Ten points in the last twelve games uh, during the month of February. He's currently sitting at 21 goals, and he's leading the NHL in shorthanded goals with four this season. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about the way that Kevin Hayes has a presence on the ice. If you just watch him, he doesn't look like he's fast. He's, like, weirdly – he's not fast, but he just has these really long skating strides, and he just has – I think he's, like, six foot four, six foot five. Like, he has, like – he's just – his body just takes up a big majority of the ice when he's on there so that he, I mean, where is he running the ice? Right there? Is that him right there? Yeah. I mean, he just looks like he's just a big guy on the ice. So he he, he just knows. Average height. Yeah. What? Average height. Yeah, okay. He knows where to put himself on the ice, and he just takes up a lot of space. And he also is just really, really smart in terms of, you know, obviously he's a elite penalty killer. Um, I don't know. I think 
he was probably one of the top two best signings of the entire league last season because without him and this whole Nolan Patrick situation that's been going on, just imagine where the Flyers would be right now if they didn't have him. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah, so I just – Kevin Hayes is making a lot of the people who doubted the signing kind of eat their words. Eat my shorts. Yes. Um, the trade deadline was yesterday. As I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about the trade deadline from the Flyers standpoint, and then we'll kind of roll into around the league and go over the most of the deadline. You're looking hot. Thank you. Um, did you fart? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did not. The uh, just giving the stares. The Flyers acquired two. A lot of people were kind of curious what the Flyers were going to do with the trade deadline, you know, because of the cap space situation and Nolan Patrick um, kind of mystique for the rest of the season. Is he going to come back? A lot of people are leaning more towards they think that Nolan Patrick will be a part of the team going forward like, this um, season. What's her face? Mystique. Yes. Um, what's, her, what's her name? It's a mystique. Well, who plays her? Uh, the the Jennifer Lawrence. The girl from Avatar. Um, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence. Oh. Can I get? Mystique. Can I? Can I get to? Can be confirmed. This is more important than the Phillies, so I need to talk. <laughs> uh, the uh, Flyers, you know. Were they going to add? Were they going to sit on their hands and kind of see, you know, because the Flyers have been performing well enough. They're a deep enough team, honestly, with where they are in the cap, with what they've had to overcome with the limb bomb, the Patrick injuries and everything. Um, well, they added a couple depth players to kind of bolster the bottom six um, because there's a little bit we're going to go into now. Hold up. I think I'm getting a call. <laughs> Is it LeBron? No, it's Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> <laughs> We're whereas, gonna t- whereas Jim likes to call me Vich. <laughs> We're gonna, also, you sound Scottish. You don't. <laughs> I've recently developed a Scottish accent. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're going to kill Vetch for now. <laughs> you could never kill Vetch. <laughs> you sound Scottish. It doesn't that work. actually pretty good, though. Like Scottish accent. Who are you fucking talking about? <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> Scottish or Vichkin? Vich will never die. <laughs> I never said that you would. All right. Um, you wanted to kill the Vich. The Vich will stay. Okay. All right. Um, Tell us about what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Uh, Flyers acquired Nate Thompson from the Montreal Canadiens for a fifth rounder who... After tonight, slotted into the fourth line. Uh, center spot taking Connor Bunneman out, and who was sent to Lehigh Valley along with another player Fucking who we'll get pussy. to. Flyers also acquired Derek Grant for a fourth rounder and AHL player Kyle Chris Kulo, um, who's kind of slid into a spot for Joel Farabee, who also got sent to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Uh, yeah, so the Flyers decided to kind of keep their team together not break up any chemistry not add any big pieces now that's due probably to their cap situation but also apparently chuck fletcher went to 
uh, AV and also went to the leadership group of Giroux, Voracek, Couturier and asked them, do you guys want – basically he kind of gave them the idea like, do you guys want me to kind of – how are you feeling about the team? Do you think we need to add anything? And they said, no, we really feel confident in the team this year going on a run. We want to see what we can do. We want to – we want we like our group and we want to you know we want to stick together and we want to keep on rolling with what we have and honestly that says a lot about both where the team thinks they are and how confident they think they are in terms of going on a deep postseason run and also the fact that management trusts them enough to not be like okay we have to do this instead being like okay i'm giving you guys a chance now prove it and I mean, starting tonight after the deadline, they're continuing to prove. So uh, I like I like the confidence. And honestly, a lot of people kind of don't realize that the Flyers aren't necessarily this super, super young team. Yes, they're built up of a lot of young parts, but they're also like have a decent mixture of veteran players and young players. They're not a lot of their main, you know, like Konechny, uh, Sanheim. Provorov, they're all they're all a bit younger, but you still have players like Giroux, Voracek, Hayes, Couturier, all players who've been through the shit. First, they've been through the shit of the Flyers, and also like Kevin Hayes, Matt Niskanen, Justin Braun have all been to Stanley Cup final or Stanley Cup finals through the Stanley Cup playoffs, or in Matt Niskanen's uh, case, has won a Stanley Cup. So. I mean, they know AV's been to two Stanley Cup finals. I mean, these a lot of these players on the team and in the organization know what it takes to get there. It's just a matter of hoping everything is comes together. And, I mean, for the most part, a lot of the stuff has – the players have, you know, improved. Players have fit into their roles. And their management and the coaching is competent this year. They're getting things done. I mean – I just, I honestly, a lot of, I was, you know, looking down the Twitter sphere because, I mean, God knows what's, you can imagine a sporting fan base's Twitter, like, thread, what goes, I'm sure you've, see, you've seen this with the Phillies and Eagles and what's Sixers Twitter? and everything. No, well, hold on. Um, Definitely. Um, they're, uh, What was I say? I was talking about the Twitter fan bases. Uh, a lot of the fan bases were uh, – a lot of the fan base was talking about, like, oh, the Flyers, you know, didn't make any big moves. The Flyers didn't add any big pieces, like all these other Metropolitan teams, which we're going to talk about in a second. We but, do not need teams like that. We are the fucking Flyers. No, okay, I'm getting to it, Vetch. But, <laughs> but, He's reacting. Yeah, but... Um, I'm on the Capitals, and I know this shit. Well, we're going to talk about the Capitals. They're one fuck of the teams. Um, I'm on the Capitol, and fuck those bitches. Uh, okay. Uh, but it says a lot about where the team thinks they are. They believe that they have something special this year. And honestly... I'm optim. I'm I'm a diehard Flyers fan. You've heard me preaching all year, but I got that little I got that little bubbly butterfly feeling in my stomach where I'm just like I'm starting to believe a little bit, starting to think like something feels different about this year. Dude, the Flyers are going to be sick this year. <laughs> Am I have I been right so far? <laughs> <laughs> the 
character's dead. Take him away. <laughs> then kill kill the Kepler. <laughs> no. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Um, it's simple. We kill the Kepler. Uh, you can't. Yeah. So the, the flyers stopped. The flyers added a couple depth pieces, and I think it's a good time to go into what everyone else did. So, yesterday's trade deadline was one of the more exciting trade deadlines I think that has happened in a while. Um, we have. I'm gonna. I have a list of all the trades. I'm just gonna kind of go through a little bit of a timeline. Starting at the beginning. It all started. Okay. When, when I was born. So, at 9.46 a.m. The fuck happened at 9.46 J.G. Pajot went to the New York Islanders from Ottawa, and the Flyers were heavily involved and interested in Pajot for a little bit, but didn't want to pay what Ottawa wanted. And what the Islanders were willing to pay for him was... Fuck, I keep hitting that stupid link for, like, a dog commercial. Um, Fuck that. Ottawa reportedly netted... Well, didn't reportedly. They netted a 2020 first-round pick, 2020 second-round pick, and a 2022 third-round pick. The first-round pick and the second-round pick, I think, have conditions involved, so it wasn't like... But that's a lot to give up for a player who ultimately could have been a rental, but he did sign a six-year extension right away with the Islanders. So it was good for the Islanders. The Flyers weren't willing to give up all those uh, high picks, which I'm okay with. Um, And then obviously after we lost out on Pajot, we got Nate Thompson for a fifth-rounder who's only making a million dollars, so it doesn't really hurt us in terms of cap. The Hurricanes then went and added... In probably the big surprise of the deadline, they added Vincent Trocek from the Panthers, who uh, I did not expect to be moved yesterday, especially from the Panthers who aren't that far out of the playoffs and who randomly started selling out of nowhere. So that was an interesting move. Uh, The Penguins added veteran Patrick Marlowe from the Sharks for a third-round pick. which will become a second-round pick if the Pens win the Stanley Cup. Um, That's a little steep for an older player, but obviously he's a guy who can bring a lot of good veteran presence, and also the Penguins are in their window for winning a Stanley Cup, so they're going all out in terms of trading. Uh, This is a big one if you're a Flyers fan, but it has nothing to do with the Flyers. Mr. Wayne Simmons was traded to Buffalo. The Buffalo. From the Devils. Now Now he's a Buffalo Sabre. Uh, Connor Sheary and Evan Rodriguez from Buffalo were traded also to the Penguins. <laughs> so the Penguins had another big move. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes traded for Sammy Vatnin from the Devils. I don't know what for, though. Hold on. Can I just make a comment? How awesome would it be if the Buffalo Sabres moved to a city named Light? And they'd be the lightsabers. Oh, I'll start a petition now. How about they move to a city called the Cincinnati, Cincinnati and they've become the Chili's. <laughs> also good. Start a petition. Um, 
The Capitals traded for Daniel Sprong, and they traded uh, Christian Jews. What? <laughs> his, name, his name is Christian Jews. Not Jews, Juice. Juice, like juice. juice. Not Jews. Not I was going to say, it's a very confusing name. Christian Jews. All these Christian Jews running around. Um, yeah. So there's a lot more moves, but those were the really, really big ones. Um, you definitely said it that way just to make us. No, I, I actually didn't want to. I just, it kept coming out that way. My- Christian Jews. <laughs> yep. But uh, <laughs> the. Um- it's a fucking farting tonight, guys. <laughs> Every, I literally didn't. Fart. Every Tuesday, you guys eat like a fucking beef burrito before you get here. It's like <laughs> I literally didn't fart once all night. I light a candle, and it overpowers the candle. I can't help it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but like, you guys definitely do, like team up, and you're like, let's fucking pound out this Taco Bell before we get the gym. I'm not even talking. No, Taco about Bell makes me not be able to fart. It's a complete reverse effect. How does it constipate you? It, it, <laughs> how, do, how do beans constipate you? Oh, my God. Um, I oh, I did have beans tonight. That makes sense while I'm farting. I had baked beans. Oh fucking God. All right. Okay. Back to NHL talk. The uh, So, as I listed, every single team that I pretty much listed down was... Uh, oh, and the Capitals traded... For Ilya Kovalchuk from the Canadians. Kovalchuk. 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 I said that. Kovalchuk. I did. Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk. Yes. Vich and Kovalchuk are playing together. Sounds like like the sound I make when I throw up. Kovalchuk. Um, But yeah, so if you listen to that list, what's the consistency there? It's all the Metropolitan teams. Adding. Adding up. Does it stink? No. Adding a bunch of players. You're, I see you nervous. No, I burped. Uh, I, you're sniffing your burp. Yeah. Can I finish? God damn it. That's what he said. <laughs> all right. The, uh, or she said. All the teams no. in the Metropolitan Division added to improve their team, and the Flyers pretty much, they stood pat, and they added a couple depth guys, and they said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to ride this thing out because we think we got some. You know, we think we got, we got Nolan Patrick potentially coming back. And I want to read something for you guys. It's a tweet that I found yesterday. Major trade deadline additions from the last 10 Stanley Cup champs. You ready? 2010, the Blackhawks when they played the Flyers, zero. 2011, the Bruins, zero. 2012, the LA Kings, zero. 2013, the Hawks added one center. 2014, the Kings added two players. 2015, the Hawks added two players. 2016, the Penguins added one defenseman. 2017, the Penguins added zero. 2018, the Capitals added zero. And 2019, the Blues added zero. So it looks like the player, it looks like for the most part, teams that kind of really buy in at the trade deadline don't have playoff success. Well, I mean, if you think about it, teams that are buying in don't think they have the, they don't think they have it locked up. It's the teams that have the momentum and the, playing ability that win it all because yeah. they have the confidence they have and, and they have the play. tight they have the tight-knit group together already it doesn't hurt to add pieces 
Our, that's major deadline ads. Obviously, there's players. You know, there's there's a couple pieces that these teams probably added. Did, did something happen? No, we're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm. You know, the Flyers made a couple deadline moves. That's what happened. They had two, two depth moves. So the Flyers. You know, I like the confidence from management, and I like the confidence from uh, the team. You know. It's going to really suck if they lose, but... All right, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> negative, Nancy. But, uh, all right, some other some other things that have happened in the league besides the obvious deadline. We had a couple interesting stories. God fucking damn it. All right, we got to stop that, though. It's, it's, it's getting old. Oh, sorry. Not, it's not, really not. Not farting. It's, <laughs> it's not farting, is it? I was mixing brands. I'm the only one that hasn't farted yet, and I took a shit midway through this podcast. Yeah, because you don't have any air in your ass anymore. <laughs> you fucking let it all out. I'm, 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 I'm like a vacuum cleaner. What? Full of air. What? All right, back I to what I was saying. Once. We have uh, some interesting thing. Definitely. I have some interesting news stories to talk about if you want to hear. Tell us about them. All right, so the story. first one, this one will make you happy. We you know we were talking about sports radio. Uh, well, w, 94.1 WIP host John Barshard. Bashard? Do you know who that is? Bashard. Sounds familiar. Uh, he was duped by a fake Flyers trade I on Twitter. I did see that. <laughs> so a fake Flyers uh, a fake Flyers account that l- kind of looks real, but if you read it, it's at NHL F-L-Y-E-R-S-S, not an- at NHL Flyers, which is the official account. Official, we have acquired Roman Yossi from the Nashville Predators, who is Nashville's captain, so he's uh, in exchange for our 2021 first-round pick and Shane Gostaspear. Now, Shane was spelled S-H-A-N-E. He's actually spelled S-H-A-N-E. A Y N E. I was going to say, isn't it Y? Yeah, this guy read it on air that it was a real trade. <laughs> it took him like 10 minutes to, for them to be like, dude, Goss's beard didn't get traded. <laughs> so wow. I, I just, I love that. That guy got his 15 minutes of fame, though, whoever that fake account is. That's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Also mentioning the fake Yossi Gossesphere tray was 97.5 The Fanatic Afternoon host Mike Missanelli, who Uh, discussed it to open his show. Classic moron. But unlike him, he said it was a discussion and a rumor, but did discuss it as if it was real. I I don't know how realistic this is for the Flyers, but if they get them, they're certainly serious about making a run for the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's amazing. I gotta be honest. The fact that no one fact-checked this and they just read it off like it was a real trade. Well, that's just how news is run anymore. Like, I mean, not to bring it up uh, no. again, but during, like, all the Kobe shit that was happening. No, I, like, I know. People just ran with the first story they had. Like, if, at first, it was only four people that died. It was 12 people. Like, it's shit like that that just, you need to take a minute. I know the Reddit, Reddit, Reddit availability with the internet now. You need to fucking chill with that kind of stuff. Like, you need to fact check. You need to do your shit. Because that's just... That's how bad stories get spread. That's that's why we have so much distrust in everything right now. Is because shit like that happens. They People take the first thing that they hear and run with it. Um, yeah, but also playing into that. The, uh, when... Chuck Fletcher was asked about, you know, potentially moving Goss's beer. 
He, uh, he, um. Time out. Joe covered up for his own fart. That's weird. If you fart, you bask well, in your glory. Because I don't bask in it? Yeah, you bask in hey, your you gotta glory. You got to bathe in your if own. You fart, bask in if you ass. fart, that's your burden to bear. Bathe in your own else. brew, bitch. Look, dude, I got a shirt for a reason, all right? Everybody loves their own brand. Um, oh, it's a bit wet. But going into Gosta Spears' uh, fake trade, it was funny because uh, during the kind of post-deadline press conference, Chuck Fletcher was asked a couple questions. One was about um, one was about Gossespear, and he goes, "You know, I'm not really on that whole social media Twitter thing, or a lot." But he goes, "But it seems like every day I'm trading Shane." <laughs> like he acknowledged that, like the fan base will just pull up these mock trades, and it'll be like, it "Seems like every day I'm trading them." But he said they never really had an idea to move him. Um, he got they did get some calls, but ultimately it wasn't you know his it wasn't worth moving him, and he does believe that the. He's a part of the seven-man D group running into the playoffs, which, honestly, if you're not going to get anything for someone like Gossespear, having him as a backup plan going forward, it's not bad. It, yeah, that helps a lot, um, especially if you're not going to get anything good for him. Like, there's no point in moving him just to move him. Um, I mean, there's always a chance that he kind of wakes up, too. Like, well, yeah, no, that's the thing up. is you never know if something, something gets uh, – because he was sent down to the – phantoms to kind of get a little bit of a you know help his knee kind of regroup and who knows maybe he catches fire in the playoffs he's and maybe he's a catalyst for us going on a run so you know finds the stuff that made him good when he first came up and yeah and then he becomes a philly hero yeah um another and this is good this is actually a little bit um better or uh oscar limblom has been undergoing treatment as we've talked about uh fletcher was asked about that and he said that in some really positive news uh the treatments have been going very well he obviously has a long time to go and it's going to be a long process still but the doctors are feeling very optimistic about his progress so far so that's great to hear for him uh he was actually at the game on saturday afternoon there were a couple of videos of him in the locker room and teammates were really happy to see him and you know it's just it's uh I don't know. It's just beautiful to hear. I'm glad that he's doing well. How do you feel? I feel good. I um, feel like uh, yeah. I feel like that's always a good story. Um, <laughs> great, great analysis. Oh, it's Chip. good. To, it's good to hear that he's doing. Wait, well. I just like it's always a great story when he's doing well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like to hear that. Like I don't want to hear like oh he's failing. Like, oh, he's doing well. Uh, he's doing like, great. They're feeling. They're feeling good. It, there's hope for someone that. Is going through the battle going of his life. Going through a lot of shit. Shite. A lot of shite. There's not a lot of good in the world. Got to take the little. Um, thanks, Jim. Got to take the little things. Thanks, Jim. Got to take the little things. Thanks, Jim. Um, yeah, and the other thing that we were. T- um, some other more league stories because we kind of dive back into the flyers and i have plenty of flyers talk but i'll go into we'll kind of wrap that up towards the end uh ovechkin finally hit 700 goals Vitch, Vitch, he hit 700 it is true i did hit the 700 <laughs> that was more russian that was better that was better um he hit 700 is it not scottish enough for you yes <laughs> yeah you want to suck this dick laddie <laughs> 
It's prime and sweaty. Oh, God. Sweaty. Why would you say that? The kilt doesn't allot a lot of air in there. You'd think it would allow a lot. Um, yeah, he scored his 700th NHL goal on Saturday against the New Jersey Devils to become the eighth NHL player to reach the milestone. Um, currently, he, there, he is eight goals behind Mike Gartner for the seventh place. He is 17 goals behind Phil Esposito. 31 he he's got a chance to break Wayne Gretzky's record at 894 if he keeps pushing. Um Vitch is Vitch is rolling. You'll never fuck with the Vitch. <laughs> <laughs> um some a little interesting tidbit about the game though. Uh the Devils are actually they cut the net off of the like the actual netting off of the net that he scored the 700 goal and they're going to send it to Ovechkin as like you know a memorabilia for him hitting 700 which is pretty cool um yeah what the fuck do I do with this net (laughs) where am I supposed to put it on another net um I don't just have nets in my house you don't sound all right we're gonna move away from Ovechkin now that was a congrats to Alexander you never outrun shut up what is your network? Wait, I don't run, I don't bring Gabe onto the podcast. You 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 gotta gotta you gotta let him you gotta put him in a blender. You know what we'll do? We'll Gabe have can die. No, we're gonna have Gabe and we'll have Vetch on next week. We'll have a talk. I feel like Vetch wins. Okay. Um, <laughs> so congrats to Ovechkin. Uh, honestly, the greatest goal scorer of my lifetime as a hockey fan. He just. Magical to see, see. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the other, the, the other big, the other big story that happened the past week was uh, Do you guys know who David Ayers is? Yes. You know who he is. Mm-hmm. Who is he? He's David Ayers. Okay, David Ayers is an emergency goalie. He's an emergency goalie. You know, oh, I know do. Her. Know okay, he's the emergency the goalie who helped the Carolina Hurricanes defeat the Maple Leafs. He is a – after James – all right, we'll start from the beginning. On Saturday in Toronto, after James Reiner, Reimer and Peter Mrazek forced the Hurricanes to call their emergency goalie in the building, David Ayers, who is a Zamboni driver for the um, – Okay, he's the he's the Toronto he's Toronto's minor league Zamboni driver, and he actually served as an emergency goalie February first for the Charlotte Checkers against the Toronto Marlies, who he is the practice goalie and the Zamboni driver. So he's forty two years old. He dressed for that game, but he did not play. So this is the first time he's ever actually played as an emergency goalie. Damn. <laughs> Um, and he, they held, Carolina held Toronto to 10 shots on goal in the 28 plus minutes that Ayers was in net. And he stopped the final eight shots after letting in the first two to help the Hurricanes win six to three. 
Now he's like a fucking rock star and everyone wants to meet him. He's living the time of his life. And for Toronto, it is a bad look. <laughs> for, <laughs> that's bad, man. Toronto's just can't buy a break. This guy, power to him. The Flyers had this happen a couple years ago, actually. They had to call in their emergency goalie. Um, but this was obviously like... He wasn't as good of a Zamboni driver. Yes. <laughs> actually, I think he was a Temple grad who... Uh, who worked at the Flyer Skate Zone and was just like on call, but um, hey, I, I can I can play goalie too. Yep, it was me actually. I don't know why he's got a high teenage accent, but I can play goalie, guys. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool moment to see. They had a uh, they had like them standing by the door because they were waiting for him to get dressed, and he came on the ice. And apparently, he was just like sitting in the room in his equipment, just watching the game on his phone, waiting to get the call to come on. He came out, he won, he received the first star of the game, and there's a cool video of him in the locker room when he walks in after the win, and they're all, like, spraying him with champagne and, like, chant- cheering him on, which was pretty he's awesome. He's whipping out his dick. Yeah, that's actually what happened. There was a kid in there. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> you didn't hear the director's cut of the, of the post-game presser. But yeah, it was that was it was a really cool. That's honestly my favorite part about hockey in the NHL is that that's the only time you're gonna get like a civilian player to come in, a civilian to come in and actually dictate the game. Um, no, I don't think there's any other sport that does that. And I don't know, it's just something that kind of hockey has over the other sports that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know, it's pretty crazy. It was a pretty crazy night, and uh, congrats to the guy for going down the record books one and zero. So. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I think that was the two big stories. Uh, the Flyers obviously won tonight. Talked about the trade deadline, and yeah, I'm feeling good. Flyers. We'll talk a little bit about the schedule coming up, and uh, I got two more little stories to go over, and then we can call it a night, gentlemen. How's that sound? Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm, yes. All right. We have, so we got Friday, February 28th. That's this Friday. The Flyers play the Rangers at home at 7 o'clock. Then on Sunday, they play the Rangers in New York at 12 o'clock for a Sunday afternoon NBC televised game. They're the fun, there's some fun ones, boys. Uh, then they play next Wednesday. They play the Capitals in Washington. That'll be a good game. That'll probably dictate, that'll be a, that could potentially dictate who ends up in first place. So that'll be a big one for them. Then they play the Hurricanes next Thursday night. And then the Sabres next Saturday. So play a lot of big teams in the next uh, week or so. I mean, I can keep going down. I see the Bruins, the Lightning. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be – got to start with the Rangers this weekend. There are going to be some important games. And the Rangers are playing some good hockey, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough battle. That it is. Okay. The two other stories I wanted to talk about was I brought this up to you, Joe. Um, someone – one of the – I don't know who wrote the, or where the article's from, what source. Um, it's kind of just like – I think it's from the Inquirer, maybe. Fill the time, Jim. I'm blue, da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da ba dee da ba da. All right, I got it. I would beat off a guy. I would beat off a guy. All right, it's uh, it's uh, from Philly Voice. The uh, 
there's been a lot of talk because the Flyers have been hot and a lot of people are noticing finally. You know, it's like there's t- there's room on the Flyers bandwagon. Jump aboard. Just don't be an asshole about it. And it's funny. If you realize this city, the Flyers don't get talked about as much because, you know, the NBA is a bit more of a popular league than the, NA- than the NHL. The NFL obviously is more popular than both of them, I think. Maybe like NBA and NFL are close in terms of popularity. But the Flyers kind of get snubbed a little bit. Even when they're really, really good, people take notice, but they're not, you know, the prime. Um, but um, the issue the issue is um, – That one sounded like if a dry uh, windshield wiper goes across your windshield. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm fart. sorry, Eric. It's okay. The, I'm sorry uh, for Joey's ass. The, the chair creaked. Can I go? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the the thing about the Flyers, in terms of their like citywide publicity, is you realistically don't want the. Uh, you don't want the Flyers to honestly be getting the same level of attention that the Sixers or the Eagles or even the Phillies get because they get the Phillies probably get the same amount of attention that the Flyers get in terms of like mm. game to game analysis and stuff. Mm. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're playing like every night for. They're all yeah, that makes sense. But also just half like a year, so I mean, like they're constantly getting coverage. I mean, all right. Well, in terms of like. Let me see the one quote I had. It's the it's. I'll take like Sixers fans and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't do one thing. It's automatically like remove him, trade him. You know, if something goes wrong, it's automatically just this like s- scrutiny that's like pretty much microscoped in terms of like any little thing. I mean, don't get me it's wrong. It's kind of like, no LeBron eating no, cheesecake. Yes, like. but but the, but the fly, <laughs> but the Flyers don't end up getting that same level. What flavor of, was it? <laughs> They don't get that same level of discussion and, like, scrutiny almost because – and then once the Flyers get hot, now you're going to start getting people probably jumping on and trying to figure – and here's an interesting quote from Jason Martinez. Love that. A couple of things present ho- prevent hockey from being a day-to-day conversation. It doesn't have the same number of knowledgeable fans as other sports. The in- in- intricacies of hockey are far less known to casual fans than those of basketball or football. Would you guys agree? I don't know I don't shit know about shit. basketball. Well, I don't but, really know much about hockey. Would you? So. Yeah, it's. Well, I don't know. I, I, I know more about hockey than I do about basketball. I don't really know much about hockey to tell you the answer, but. So here's the other thing. What prevents the hockey conversation is a decent level of knowledge about the subject from the on-air hosts of the radio or whoever's talking. No host wants to drive conversation on a topic they are not well-versed on, so they spew the bullshit excuse that no one wants to talk hockey or that it doesn't serve ratings well. The host's job is to entertain and drive a compelling show, and most can't if hockey is the subject. Why? Because they aren't educated on the current team or sport enough to do so comfortably. Ooh, that's a straight-up attack at Mike Missanelli. Yeah, but that's... Actually, speaking, Mike Missanelli, actually, I have listened to him. He does know a lot about the Flyers because he used to work for them. But Yeah, but he's Mike Missanelli. Yeah, I know. I know. Scumbag, yeah, but I know. But, uh, I could do a better show than Mike Missanelli. <laughs> We're doing one right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would say uh, I would say that makes a lot of sense. Also, just, like, 
it's it's it is honestly nice that like there aren't like people like casual fans tweeting or calling or or wanting to fire or trade someone after every loss. We get that enough from the Flyers fan base as is. So. I will say there's a I, I I talk to a lot of people and they weren't they didn't grow up hockey fans, but like if they are hockey fans, they went to a game and were really they really enjoyed it. No, that's I don't know anyone that goes to a to a hockey well, game and is bored. No, that's the thing. Hockey game. A lot of people. I've heard people acknowledge hockey games are probably their favorite sporting events to go to. I'm not, and I'm not even saying that unbiasedly because I do enjoy going to football yeah. games. I ha- there's a there's something beautiful about going to a baseball game. But like, well, so even pe- like the difference between pe- a football and a hockey game. Like the the fans are drunk off their ass, but they're not like assholes to each other. Like. I feel like you get more assholes at football games. Well, because football's 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 almost like a holiday every single Sunday. Like it's like your hockey. There's so many games, and also, yes, Flyers fans are known to be douchebags, but they're not douchebags in the sake of being dude. They're just it's more like they're playful. Like that they're fun. They're kind of like they're angry. They they like to like get in on the fun. Yes, there's that one time that that dude was being a complete dick at that one game we went to. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, fuck that guy. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, like standing up in front of this old man and like wouldn't move. Thanks for flipping me off. <laughs> you just flipped me off, you dickhead. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly. I kind of like the Flyers not being at the center of attention like the other teams because it's – Joey, you're probably the biggest Sixers fan here. The Sixers are talked about every five fucking minutes. And you know it's – But you know what's going to happen? Sixers aren't going to win this year. And it's pretty much confirmed. It's fucking terrible. You know what they're talking about already? How can the Sixers improve in the offseason? You don't hear that about other sports. Like they're already like – it's weirdly like they're kind of just – they kind of just once the season feels like it's lost, they completely just give up. There's no enjoyment anymore because it's literally every other game, it's they're going to the finals or they're done. But it's also because basketball is honestly probably the closest, the only sport where like it's pretty much predetermined who's going to end up going there. There's only like a, yeah. there's like a handful of teams. Well, look basketball, at the basketball is full of drama that other sports don't have. Well, basketball is about it's the drama. Almost. It's about the, That's yeah. just the way they market it. They market yeah. their players. Really yeah. Well. It's the only, it's the sport that, and honestly, other, other leagues can learn aspects of that to try to improve their, their league in terms of like making their players more of a centerfold. But I do like when it's like, the sport and not, you know, yeah. The Kyrie Irving shit his pants last week in the fucking like Bojangles bathroom. <laughs> baseball's taking a step forward this year right now because of the Astros scandal and the cheating stuff. Because players are actually coming out for the first time in forever and speaking their mind on a matter like that they didn't do during the steroid era. Like when Aaron Judge called uh, Jose Altuve a cunt. He did do that. Yeah, you guys watched that one? He didn't really. Actually, no, he didn't. I saw him. Um, but, like, when players become recognizable, like Cody Bellinger being one of the heads of the guys coming out and saying, like, this is bullshit. Chris Bryant saying this stuff sucks. Uh, Bryce Harper talking about it. Like, that brings attention and, like, intrigue to it because it creates not really a rivalry, but, like, like these guys want to play for something and prove... 
to the world that baseball isn't a sham like that, you know? And I feel like the drama kind of brings up things that the NHL, you don't really hear about that much. Like, yeah, you got... Because they solve that shit on the ice. They beat the shit out of each other right there. But not even. It's not like that. But the but they just have, like, there's a code. There's a there's a code in the game where they deal with yeah. their shit on the ice. The game polices itself a little bit. Exactly. They're, they don't have Now, that. there's controversy in that, the way that the league's kind of evolved and the game's evolved, where there's less fighting, so there's less policing because maybe, like, the officials get a little more involved to try to be a little bit more safer. There's, you know, we could go into a whole episode on how I feel about that versus how most people feel. And there's just, you know, there's a lot of, but hockey, yes, that usually happens because you saw tonight when Giroux took that blindside hit at the blue line, the team took care of it. They went after, they went after the guy who hit their captain and they all got in a scrum. They, you know, they stuck up for each other. That's in basketball, actually, it's. Well, if LeBron gets yeah, tapped, yeah. then a fucking they, leg, his leg falls off. Well, they do have, you know, bench-clearing shit, but they never... It like, looks if they like, throw... Well, they, actually, they, they just kiss each other, and then they come back well, to the bench. Yeah, baseball is my favorite with that, where if somebody gets hit, then it's like, what the fuck is he going to throw at him? And, oh, is that an accident or not? And then the umpire gets pissed. And then, <laughs> I love that shit. It's, You're out of here! I, I, I don't want players to get hurt, but I want that shit to happen more. I like, love that. I, I love the bench-clearing brawls. Like, no one... Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of pushing. I want people to just just punch the guy. There's like, a lot of pussing. The one guy that the Rusian Odor and uh, I forget who it was. I think it was on the was the guy on the Mets. I don't know what instance you're talking about. When the Texans, it was the Texans and who? Who the fuck was it? Anyway, the guy on the Texans, Texans like decked a guy on another team like during the playoffs, and it was like <laughs> the greatest thing ever. But I don't know. It's, it's Yasiel Puig is really good with that kind of stuff because he'll, oh, like, yeah, he'll yeah. fight a whole fucking team. Did you see? Was it you who was telling me that Puig was on? Uh, who who did he play? Maybe was it the Dodgers or am I just really? Dangerous? He was on the Dodgers, and he was he was getting traded. That he knew that, and he still fought with the team that day. He was getting traded. <laughs> I think so. I think he did do that. Something like that. But like. There needs to be more sports rivalries, and they need to market that kind of stuff. Like, back in the day when baseball was popular, Boston, Yankees, big big rivalry. Phillies, Mets, big rivalry. still is popular. It is, but... It's just not popular it's in our not, town because they're not very good. It's not raised awareness anymore. Like, uh, like in the early 2000s, you knew when big play, big teams like that were playing each other. In in any sport. What happened to this being hockey? I'm, I'm kidding. Well, I'm fucking. You brought basketball you wanted... into it. Oh, fuck. I basketball. think, dude. But well, <laughs> with this topic, I think because the Sixers are good now, they took a lot of the spotlight away from the Phillies. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> they're relevant now and they're supposedly good. They took a lot of the spotlight away from the Phillies, who are not very good. And the Flyers, you're right. They have like their own. Well, the Flyers games. haven't been good for eight years, so it makes sense why people are kind of skeptical and it's going to take them getting to the playoffs and winning around for them that for most of the city to kind of turn back around but it's building up now because people are kind of jumping on board because the sixers are having a couple like these these identity issues and these like really weird losses and people are getting aggravated warranted or unwarranted the Flyers have been consistently entertaining all year. There hasn't really been that much dr- team like drama. Hockey, yeah. But also even just, like, a lot of people from, like, are p- 
Plus, people who don't pay attention to the sport or the team but see that the team's good from, like, Twitter or that the team's winning all the time will jump on board because they'll be like, well, if the Flyers catch fire and win a championship, I want to pretend that I was there the whole time, which I'll kill you if you were. I'm kidding. No. Like Smaug's Mountain. Yeah. The sheep. All the people who didn't watch the, the process days and now they're watching the well, same shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Trust the bullshit. <laughs> it's not working out. Um, all right. Uh, Jim's going to take a shit. So uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm wrapping the episode up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's You're right. The Flyers do have a little bit of their own like niche fan base. It's, it's like a cult. They're kind of like their own like in terms of the city. There's like the casual fans who acknowledge like, oh, the Flyers are fun to watch. They're a fun team. And then there's like people like me who are probably closer to the like that niche group. But I'm still kind of like pulled back because the really with any fan base, I'm sure you can agree when you're like a diehard, diehard fan. It's honestly f- annoying. Like, I feel like those people who are just like, because there's like some Flyers fans who won't acknowledge that the other teams are teams in this city, and they like feel like a, a they feel a sense of hatred towards the Sixers because like the Sixers get the spotlight and they want the Flyers to. I don't care. The only thing that I that annoys me is if like the Flyers do something like maybe like you know there's a landmark that's not a landmark. There's like a you know, something is passed, like Drew getting to his milestone for his career or something like that. But then they're talking about, like, Embiid, you know, ate a Chick-fil-A sandwich last week and he shit himself, and now he can't play the fucking uh, Hornets tonight. Well, part of that is, like I said, the the NBA markets their players so well. No, I know, but, but also it, I'm talking about not even – I'm talking about, like, the city, like – they, they kind of just do this thing where they just, like, continue to talk and talk and talk about the same topic over and over again, just kind of, like, cycling it around, like, Ben Simmons doesn't make a three, and they'll talk about oh, it yeah. for three hours. Yeah, yeah, but then, like, the Flyers beat a team, like, eight to one. Like, that's they the only— that with the Phillies, too. Well, that's the only time that I—, that I um, and they do that with the Sixers when the Eagles are playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how it's always fucking been. No. Eagles, Sixers, when they're good— uh, Phillies win, they're good, and Flyers are, like, consistently, you know... Yeah, if the Flyers win the Stanley Cup, that's the only time where they'll actually get... The People will talk about them a lot, and it's going to be... You're going to hear a lot of fake, kind of phony-ish people saying, like, you know, I've always believed that the Flyers are fun, you know, and all this stuff. You're, there's going to be people who, like... But also, them winning is different because it's going to be, like... It's going to be a niche thing, and it's going to be fun for everyone who's invested, and, you know. So, I don't know. Anyway, it's my ramble. Yeah, but. I, you know, whatever, man. Just, you know, like I told you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the soccer team. Nobody gives a shit about the soccer yeah, team. Yeah, you like your – yeah. If they, if they win, you'll fucking go crazy. I won't understand it, but you'll go crazy. It doesn't, yeah, it's yeah. My, I, I like them, so I don't give a shit about what other people like. That's how I'm going to feel about the XFL team. The Philadelphia I will support the that. Phil, the Philadelphia <laughs> Dork. Knobs. <laughs> they gotta come up with something better than that, man. That's not the real team. <laughs> um, but all right. Um, Jim's pooping, so he's not gonna say goodbye. Uh, I'll say bye for him. Uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, rate, uh, follow us, uh, tell your friends, do all the fun stuff. Uh, you know, follow us at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. On Twitter, you can follow 
me at Eric underscore Rayer 11. You can follow Jim at, I think, Jimmy. At Jimmy Coleman, capital J, capital K. You can follow Joey on t- uh, Grinder. I mean, Tinder. At, um, yeah, FurryPorn69 is my uh, handle. So. Um, and uh, listen to us on all the usual, you know, suspects. You know, uh, Anchor, Apple Pods, Google Pods, Spotify, all the fun stuff. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We love doing this, and uh, we want to keep doing it. Let's go Flyers. Let's go Phillies. Yeah. And let's go Philadelphia doorknobs. And the, the Union XFL. are starting Saturday. Tune in. Who are they playing? Dallas. All right. Dallas what? FC Dallas. They're like a steer. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They're like a cow or something. <laughs> Take care, everyone.